Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Yes, yes, yes. This is Eric Engel with my beautiful wife, Jolene, for another episode of the Marriage Mentor <laughs> Podcast. You're laughing again. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Okay, so what we have today is a question about um, divorce and remarriage. Okay. Now, we've answered these questions before, but... Uh, They're all like kind of different. Let's listen to this one. Okay. Hi, my name is Kathy from Kansas. I married a divorced man who is um, whose wife left him and married another, and also, so is that grounds for divorce? Is he okay to remarry? Thanks. Okay, so she's been, uh, I, I guess it doesn't say that she's been divorced necessarily, but no. he's been divorced, and his former spouse, his former wife, left. Correct. Okay. So I know what the Bible says about that. You know what the Bible says about that. What does it say? First uh, Corinthians seven fifteen. But if the husband or wife who isn't a believer insists on leaving, let them go. In such cases, the Christian husband or wife is no longer bound to the other, for God has called you to live in peace. Okay. So does that mean that if she was a believer and she left, then he can't get remarried? No, she left. He's free. She left. Okay. So. Even if she's... She could claim to be a believer all day long, but she left. Right. Okay? So you'll know if they're a believer based on their their actions, their fruit. Right. So she is acting as an unbeliever. Correct. She leaves. He's not bound. Right. And he can get married again. Right. Okay? So that's the short answer to that. And So this gal's in the clear. Okay. You're good to go. Enjoy your marriage. Is that it? End of podcast? (laughs) Okay. The shortest podcast we've ever done. Well, and here's here's something interesting because this is very, very similar uh, to our situation. Yes. Uh, mine particular. Right. In particular. I was I was you, married. We know all full, you know, we're we're dialed in on this. Okay, so and and maybe maybe the audience doesn't know this. I was married to a gal for nine years and she proclaimed her hate for me for nine years. But she also pro- pro- proclaimed to be a believer. I, she proclaimed to be a believer <laughs> as well. Okay? Right. And and frankly, uh, I was a believer. Right. And every every couple years or less, I mean, it started year one that she said, I want a divorce. Right. Okay? And I said, that's fine for you, but God hates divorce, and I'm not divorcing you. Okay? So... 
it, it really comes down to, uh, you know, I had a choice and I knew what the Bible taught. Okay. I am divorced, <laughs> but I did not divorce anyone. Okay. Right. Which is a real key point. Was I embarrassed? Absolutely. But after nine years on my birthday, she walks in and says, well, I filed for divorce. And I said, I'm not leaving. Okay. I don't care. I followed anyway. I'm going to follow through. And get out. And, and get out. Right. right. And I said, I'm not leaving. Right. Okay. So, because I knew as a believer, I knew what God taught and, and I knew what was right. Okay. Even though she had me. And by the way, throughout those nine years, people gave me advice. Why don't you just leave? Okay. Why don't you divorce her? But I had an obligation to the Lord and, and the Bible called me and calls me now to be obedient. Okay. Correct. Okay. So I was obedient in that. And by the way, had I not been obedient, had I just said, oh, I don't like you and I'm going to divorce you, you never would have married me. No, but it's interesting that you're saying all this because, you know, I'm looking at you, how this, <laughs> I think about that saying, one man's junk is another man's treasure. Right. And I'm thinking one one wife's junk is another wife's treasure. Right. Because you're the same man. I am. But you had two different women. One, both professing Christians. So I just look at our actions and attitudes and what how that can make a difference in a marriage. I look at the wife's role and and what can that do in a marriage? One wife's role destroyed the marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, without going in oftentimes into it, the wives will just look it's all the husband's fault. Right. And and without going into it, there's a lot of rage on her on her side and she was very angry most of the time. Right. Okay. But I remember I, I went to the, our pastor, you know, I went to the pastor and I said, hey, what do I do? And he quoted the verse that you just quoted. He said, look, if an unbeliever leaves, let them. Right. Okay, and you're not bound. Well, I said, well, she says she's a believer. It doesn't matter. She's acting as an unbeliever. Correct. Okay? So in that situation, uh, you know, although I was embarrassed, I didn't want it. Okay. I had no control over it because she followed through with it. Right, okay? right. But because I was obedient to the word, mm-hmm. uh, which is why this man is not bound either. If he's o- been obedient to the word and she left, he's not bound. Right. God, he, God would bless this marriage. And he can be, he's blessed ours. Right. And I, I believe it's, it's primarily, I mean, it's, that's one of the reasons is because I was faithful. I was obedient right, to that. Right. And by the way. Had I had I just followed through on my emotions and divorced her, and then I meet you, okay, and <laughs> I said, like, "Oh yeah, well, <laughs> we we just didn't get along or whatever excuse I gave. If it wasn't biblical grounds, you would have said to me, "What would you have said to me?" Yeah, go pound sand. I'm not interested. Right. I would not. There would be no way I dated you. <laughs> there would be no way. No be- way. Because if I did it once, I'm right. going to do it again. You you have proven a track record that it's just like, I'm not interested in running this race with you because y- you don't have it in you right. to, to be loyal and to be faithful and to be committed. It's like, eh, you're not it. Okay. Right. right. Now, if she marries this guy, uh, his baggage comes along with it. Right. You, you had baggage. You know. I had baggage. We all have baggage. It's right. A, there are only two people <laughs> that didn't have baggage. That was Adam and, and Eve. they still screwed it up, huh? Adam and Eve did not have a past, <laughs> and they still screwed it up, okay? Right. But we all have baggage, and she's got to be prepared. I don't know if he's got kids. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have kids, okay? Right. But I don't know if, 
Uh, if this guy has kids that she's going to have to accept and deal with. Right. And There's a lot of things you have to overcome with pasts that, you know, we were older when we got married and we had a past and it's just like, well, what are you going to do with that? You know, and the best thing that you could do is have Jesus help you unpack that and get the the healing that you need and make sure you don't hit each other with your baggage of suitcases, you know, because that's the tendency is to lash out and hurt the other person with your own bags of issues as opposed to me coming to you or you coming to me saying, I have this issue. I don't know how to overcome it with Christ. I, I believe in Jesus. Either I don't know what the word says or I'm having a hard time trusting what the word says, but I have all these insecurities packed up in my bags and I don't want it to infect our marriage. Can right. you help me? Right. But the Lord can, can do great, great things and redeem uh, relationships and right. such. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it, he, he did with us. I mean, he redeemed uh, my situation. Right. And Well, that's his job description. He's the redeemer. Right. You know? Right. He holds that title. And oftentimes, you know, we, we think we hold those positions or we have despair. And so you have to remember who God is. You know, you do your part. Make sure you're in line with God's word. And God's going to do His part, right? Right. So uh, on the other on the other side of it, I do want to kind of give a little more advice here. There are a lot of people that uh, maybe didn't divorce for the right reasons, or they were the instigator of right. the divorce. Right. Okay. What would you say about that? I would say remain single. Okay. What if they were? It doesn't matter if they were believers or not believers. Well. I know for me, I was an unbeliever, okay? I was an unbeliever who married a guy that was, you know, my my ticket out of moving back home, you know, which was a stupid reason to get married, but that's my story. Right. And I'm sticking to it. Right. (laughs) Well, and and he, uh, and you divorced him. Well, technically, if I want to get technical. Right. Okay, so... I was married for a year and a half. He hit me and I was just like, yeah, no, we're not putting up with any of that. So I left the home. Okay. Okay. I left the home. Um, We went our separate ways and I did my life. And then a few years later, he calls and says that he's getting married and um, we need to get a divorce. Okay. okay. So if you want to get technical. I understand. Okay. okay. So, and I want to unwrap just a couple things here. Okay. You weren't a believer nope. at that time. Oh, no. I was okay. I was an atheist. Okay. So at that time. I was living large as an atheist. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to say that, oh, he hit you. That was grounds for divorce. No. Okay? Because the Bible doesn't say that abuse is grounds for divorce. Now, it certainly is grounds for separation. Oh, yes. Absolutely. God is and, not in favor of abuse. There is nothing right about any of that. Right. So Absol- remove yourself from the home Absolutely. if that's your situation. Absolutely. You know, have have those standards, have those, those, boundaries, those boundaries set up. Okay. I mean, and eventually if he's hitting her, he'll go off and have sex with someone and then she's free to file. Right. Right. So protect yourself, of course. Yes. Um, but let's let's say that uh, that you were a believer, right? Okay, and uh, you know he hit you. Still the same thing. 
right? You don't, you go protect yourself. I go protect myself. Okay. Can you divorce him? Uh, biblically, no. Right. Okay. And that's, that's a really hard, hard, that's a hard one. That's a hard thing to say, but, but what it comes but down I to. But I would be, I would be on the, what is it? On the lamb. I'd be running for my life. Okay. I'd be hiding so let's in say places. Right now we're both believers. You're, you're a believer. I'm a believer. I mean, it doesn't even matter if I was a believer, but you are. And I, and I hit you. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would try not to pick up the bat and hit you. Back. I understand. I understand. You'd want to fight me, but right. oh yeah. But outside of that, what would you do? What I'd would you tell off. someone to do? Okay? I would take off. I take my kids and take off and hide in the middle of the night, and I would be nowhere to be found. And then I'd go to my church. Okay. I I would apply the Matthew eighteen principle. And certainly, and certainly, go to the police as well. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there is no reason. There is no reason to. To say, well, I, I'm not going to call the police or anything. No, you go right oh, to the police. Oh, I go right, yes. Okay, and I, I didn't want to get off on this tangent, but, but you know, your situation kind of brought this brought yes. this up. What are the I'd reasons? I'd go to the police. I'd have a report filed. I wouldn't put up with any of that, okay? But that doesn't mean I need to go file for divorce. Right, right. So Because God could still restore. He can take a man and turn him around. I'm not saying that you're wise to put yourself back in, into that situation. Right. I mean, I would have an awful lot of accountability. And I don't know, you know, what what the track record would be on a guy of abuse. You know, usually it's like, how do they come out of it? I understand. You, they, anyone could come out of chains of bondage. Jesus could break any chains, but that doesn't mean I'm going to sit in the home and have my bones broken while I'm waiting for him to break your chains. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying there? Now, now here's the other side of it, Okay. I watch these shows where all this horrible stuff goes on, all these murder shows and stuff. I I don't know. I like the investigation. The death part. shows, yeah. Uh, you call them death shows, but I like the investigation, who did it, and all that sort of thing. But uh, I would not personally. I would not fault a gal if she was in that situation to divorce. Okay, is it biblically allowed? No, there's there's but. <laughs> you know, I I have to say. How, how that, do you not have compassion to say? You know divorce him right but if i go back to the bible it's like i can't you can't justify that by the bible right i mean you have old testament where moses talked about hard heart okay you obviously want to make yourself safe right but i think that there's something a wife could do if she is and obviously this is not the this started off on divorce and remarriage now we're talking about abuse and is it okay to (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'll blame you um I would, I'd go to the police, I'd leave in the middle of the night, go to the police, file a report, and because you're claiming to be a believer, I'd go straight to the church, okay? So you could get right. confronted. Right, and confronted by the biggest dudes in the church right. as well. Oh, I would not be there. I'd not be there for any of it because I'm nowhere to be found. Right, Okay. absolutely. And I would make you have months and months and months of accountability if you said oh yeah i'm so sorry i'm so repentant and blah 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 blah, it's like that's fine and dandy but you need to learn to grow and manage your anger in your own time not while i'm in the home right i would not come back in the home for months right right because so many men just say oh i'm so sorry i didn't mean it and then she goes back in and she's back in that same situation because there has not been a change of heart it was just like, oh, I got caught, so I better apologize. So biblically, what, is, what did Jesus say about the grounds for divorce? Um, if an unbeliever leaves, let him leave, and for sexual immorality. 
that was the exception right. sexual immorality right okay so I don't know if you have anything else to say about this I, I'm sorry it went that direction I just you know I took it that direction yeah that's alright it is what it is they could listen to another podcast if they don't like this one <laughs> All right, this is a take it or leave it podcast. We just changed the name. <laughs> kind of like that name. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you got anything else to add to that? I got nothing else. Okay, terrific. I'm Eric Engel. And I'm Jolene Engel at jolenengel.com.